To be deeper in love. Sunrise to sunrise. Sunrise to sun. I will seek your face. I will seek your faith. Drawn by the Spirit. Drawn by the Spirit. To the promise of your grace. To the promise of your grace. My heart has found in you. My heart has found in you I hope that we'll abound Drink from the river Here in your presence Forever satisfied Let's see sunrise to sunrise again Sunrise to sun I will seek your face I will seek your face Drawn by the Spirit, drawn by the Spirit to the promise of your grace, promise of your grace. My heart has found in you, my heart has found in you. I hope that will abide. You're in your presence, you're in your presence forever. Forever satisfied. Oh, take me deeper, Lord. Take me deeper. Oh, Lord. Deeper in love with you. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper. Take me deeper, deeper than I've ever been before, deeper than I've ever been before. I just want to love you, love you more. How I long, how I long to be deeper in love. Hallelujah. Now tonight, very quickly, we are going to learn, Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst for you. How many of you are thirsting for more of God tonight? Say with me, Lord, I thirst for you. First stanza says, Lord, I thirst for you, and I long to be in your presence. Lord, I thirst for you, and I long to be presence. My soul will wait on you. Soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Lord, I thirst for you and I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. 
Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Draw me nearer, draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Are you there? Then the chorus says, I will wait for you. I will wait for you. Almighty God. In the beauty of your holiness. I will worship you. Almighty God. In the beauty of your holiness. That is it. So let's go. Lord, I test for you. And I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer. To the beauty of your holiness. Chorus. I will wait on you. I will wait on you. Or for you, sorry. I will wait for you. Almighty God. In the beauty of your holiness. I will worship you. Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. Alright, so the song, Lord, I for you, and I long. Lord, I thirst. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be in your presence. And I long to be in your presence. Oh, again. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be and I long to be in your presence. My soul, my soul will wait on you. My soul will wait on you, Father. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer. 
to the beauty of your holiness. Let's sing it again. Lord, I test for you. Lord, I test for you. And I long to be. Oh, and I long to be in your presence. My soul, my soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Let's sing it again. Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst for you. And I long to be, and I long in your prayer. My soul will wait on you, my soul will wait on you. Nothing, Father, draw me nearer, Father, draw, draw me nearer, draw. Me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Now let's sing it again. Lord, I test for you. Wonderful. And I long to be in your presence. And I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait, my soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Father, draw me near. Draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your holiness. Now I want you to sing it aloud now that you know it. Lord, I test for you. Lord. And I long to be your presence. My soul will wait for you. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer. Lina, let's sing it again. Lord, I test for you. Sing it with life, you test for God. My soul. Father, draw me nearer. 
draw me nearer now the chorus I will wait I will wait on you almighty God in the beauty of your holiness let's take that chorus again I will wait on you I will wait on you almighty God Almighty God in the beauty in the beauty of your holiness again let's sing our will on you fantastic almighty God in the beauty in the beauty of your holiness Leanness. Again, I will wait on you, Almighty God. I will wait, Almighty God. In the beauty, in the beauty of your holiness, I will worship you. I will worship you. Almighty God, Almighty God, in the beauty, in the beauty of your holiness. Blessing the I will wait on you, I will. Almighty God, let's sing aloud. In the beauty of your holiness, I will worship you, Almighty God. See God in the beauty, in the beauty of your holiness. Again, I will wait. I will wait, Almighty God, in the beauty, I will worship you, Almighty God. In the beauty Lina. Now let's start from me Lord I test for you Lord I test For you And I long to be in your presence Oh And I My soul will win. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer.
Sing our way, Almighty God. I will worship you, Almighty God. In the beauty of your holiness. Now let's sing it. Lord, I thirst for you from my heart. Lord. Tonight we test for you one more time, Lord. And I long to be your presence. My soul waits. Father, draw me. Almighty God, oh, in the beauty of your holiness, when the music fades and all is stripped away, and I simply, and I simply come longing just to bring oh lord longing just to bring oh something that's a what that will bless that will bless your heart i bring you more than a song tonight i bring you more than a song for a song for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within. You search much deeper within. To the way, to the way things are been. You look it into my heart. Oh, I'm coming back to that. Well, it's all about you. Oh, all about you, Jay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lord, for things I've been. Oh, it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about somebody singing again. I'm coming, I'm coming back to the heart of world. 
All is all about you. All about you. Jesus, I'm sorry, Lord. It's all about you, all about you, all about you, Jesus. See, there is a longing, oh, there is a longing, only you can feel. A raging tempest, a raging tempest, only you can still. My soul is testing. My soul is thirsting, Lord, to know you as I know. Drink from the river, drink from the river that flows before your throne. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close to your embrace. Take me deeper, take me deeper, deeper, deeper than I've ever been before. Love you more and more. Oh, how I love to be deeper in love. Wonderful, put your hands together. As we worship the mighty God, hallelujah. Let's bow heads for a word of prayer tonight. Lord, we thirst for more of you. Lord, we are coming back to the art of worship. Lord, we want to make our life count for you. So tonight we yield ourselves to you, almighty God. And we ask that you come have your way one more time in the name of Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit, we ask that you breathe upon this gathering tonight. In the name of Jesus, thank you because you are here to teach us, here to lead us, and we ask that the name of the Father will be glorified once again. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder, Amen. Alright, Amen. Last week I began to share on what subject, check into your note. Check into your notes. What did we take on last week? Fulfilling your what? Your ministry. Wonderful. So we are learning tonight on fulfilling your ministry, part two. Fulfilling your ministry, part two. Now, I would like you to open your Bible with me to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 4, we are going to start from verse 11. I can still hear some echo somewhere in my sound, so please, let's look into it, please. I think you just need to reduce the treble a bit and give me some slight bass. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 11. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and um, some what? And teachers. Verse 12 then says, 
for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, so you have heard, I'm sharing on Fulfilling Your Ministry Part 2 tonight. So the first thing is that he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Then he said, why did he give it to, why did he release those gifts? He said, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Now, if you have KJV, it states this way for the perfecting of the saints, comma, for the work of the ministry, comma, for the edifying of the body of Christ. But if you use other translations, if I read the same thing from New Living Translation, it says, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. NLT, the same, Ephesians 4, verse 10, verse 11 from Living Translation, says, Now these are the gifts, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Verse 12, then 6. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build his church, the body of Christ. Their responsibility is to do his work and build the church and the body of Christ. So, all the gifts that God has placed into the church is majorly for one major purpose. To equip, perfect. The word perfect is the same word with equip. To teach, to empower. With I announced on Sunday we'll be having the digital women uh, digital woman conference, and I meant it. And uh, because of that, we had to look at. I began to think on the kind of women that I can bring to empower our women, those who have actually gone. Do, they are currently doing well in the digital sphere. Then, so that that conference can empower the women for their next level. So, the same thing, if somebody is coming to empower you with a skill, with knowledge, it's not just for you to gain that knowledge, to sit down. Right? So, if I said, I'm Digital Women Conference, for instance, that is where we are, we are envisioning right now, it simply means that whatever that conference will be, will be to empower the women especially, when we say women now, both young and old, that will be at that conference. And when, we, when I mean women, anyone from 13 is a woman as far as I'm concerned. Because from 13, they start menstruating sometime, right? Good. To be able to have that skill and do something. Now look at it. No, assuming that we then have that conference, we bring all these keynote speakers. 
And there are practical sessions that are put in place. And you learned a lot. But one thing happened afterward. What happened is that after you've learned all that you need to learn, you then went back home and sat down. Doing nothing. If they ask you, what is this digital signature? You don't know. You don't know how to even enhance what, how to enhance your life with what you have learned. What would you make for such a person? You will say that such a person is like a wasted investment. Am I right or wrong? Because everything that was taught the person, the person is not able to make use of any of those things. So as far as our evaluation be concerned, such a person is not doing well. Why? Because what was supposed to help the person do well was made available, but yet this person got that knowledge, only decided to make use of, not make use of it. The same thing, when the Lord gives you pastors, when the Lord gives you evangelists, when the Lord gives prophet to the church, when the Lord sent teachers, he says, all these people, their primary purpose is to empower you. To teach you. To equip you with whatever is needed. To do the work of God. Not, for, not the other way around. So, if you say you have a pastor, you have a teacher, you have a prophet, and all that you do is to listen to them. All that you do is to hear them. But you are not making that move to do the work of God. Then the investment of God in your life in sending you such pastors such teachers, such evangelists, such prophets, such which one again? Which one? Did that? Apostles, teachers, that whole investment of God in your life is a waste. Let's take it and again. You send your child to catering school. The child learns catering. But the child is not able to bake. And in fact, okay, my daughter has been disturbing me for, I think, to, uh, oh, they want to do practical in their school. Um, they want to do chin-chin or whatever. Now imagine she goes and I pay, because me, I always pay for her. I know the proprietors of the school, so I pay in advance. So, <laughs> so, they do all this changing practical. Then she comes home. Say, daughter, can you show me now how to make change? She said, I forgot it. But the only thing she will, maybe she now knows how to do is to eat chinchin. No, is it not funny? You send another one to fashion school. Spend two years, six months, three months, one year. 
And this person cannot even sew apron. Thank you. We'll have to go and buy apron in the markets. If you are the mother of that child, after one year of sending that child to fashion school, what will you make of that child? That apron, even handkerchief, the guy cannot sew. Handkerchief, cannot cut handkerchief out. Anki, cannot make an anki. So you feel that you are a wasted investment. Let's take it back. The Lord Jesus set up the church and decided to empower some people with the gifts. It's called the fivefold ministry. What do I call it? The fivefold ministry. And he said, Well, these people, I am putting them in the body of Christ, in my church. In the church. So that. By the time you hear them. You listen to them. You watch them. You'll be able to become someone. Who knows how to serve me better. And move my church forward. But here you are. As a Christian. Three months down the line. Two months down the line. Six months down the line. One year down the line. You are not able to do the work of God. You are not able to even do any type of God's work. If God or when God looks at you, what will he call the investment they are sent into your life. You have taken this investment as a waste. Most of us think that pastors are just there to come and teach us. Or I have a good pastor. Or some of us just think that prophets are just there to come and see visions for you. All these gifts, if you like a prophet, then it means that you too must assist in the work of God, until you yourself become that gift of prophecy comes upon your life. God does not just send men into your life in vain. As a young boy, I learned this. My father in the ministry, Bishop Daguard Mills, I was roughly around 19 or 20 years when I met him. I was in the choir. When he came to Nigeria, minister in a place, and after he finished, he loved the way I sang and took me to a book stand. Said, Pick any book of your choice. I picked, I think, two books of my choice, the most expensive. You know, when, you are, when somebody gives you a blank check, there are some people you should never give blank check. One of them is my daughter, Judith. Don't say because she's young. Pastor Joe is the only one that can bear witness to this one. Uh, Pastor Joe made a mistake when she was having birthday, took her to Adide, forgotten that there is no small girl anymore in this world. You think because their stature is small, their brain is small. So that one took her to Adide and said, buy anything you want. And the guy said, you mean it? He said, yes, I mean it. Okay. 
By the time if the first I oh I forgot what she went there to go and pick first. Then the man knew from the first item she picked, the pastor knew he was in trouble. Because she said well, he was, probably if he was going to look for Tom Tom, maybe biscuits. As uh, the round cookies. That okay, the first item was that round cookies, the, the one inside that uh, tin. You see, you wonder where did she learn that one from? So, to call the story, long story short, so Bishop Dad then bought this um, book for me. And he looked at me this same month. Then he said to me, God is going to use me. I believe he said something like that. But how can I say thank you for this man of God? For this man of God. Who looked at me, bought me books. In 19 or 20 years. Then he told his pastor to bring me and my friend to Ghana. So the first international trip, I have traveled to quite a number of countries in Europe and America by the grace of God, in even Asia. But I am telling you, the first international trip I ever went out of this Nigeria was even without a passport. Ghana Strait. And they even made a way when we don't even have passports. That, that pastor made a way. Taught us how to cross border without passports. So we went like that and we came back. The, the most difficult one is always the francophone borders. And you know, don't be bored with the story I'm telling you. Got to Ghana, put us in a place to stay, gave us feeding money. I came back to Nigeria. How can I say thank you to such a pastor? How can I say thank you to God for sending such a man of God to my life? I didn't even know the size of my shirt because I have never sewn one. I've always borrowed shirts. This pastor was the first person that gave me A shirt, a white shirt with a tie. I'm telling you. All my life I just believe that there's nothing wrong with being a Christian and just doing G all around the place. Wearing, you know, wearing your... Well, it could be no. By their fruit you shall know them. You dress the way you want to be addressed. Dressing is part of Christianity. When you become a Christian, I didn't know that even when I was the leader of a fellowship called Joyce. We call ourselves R4C, Radical for Christ. So when we are coming, even if an area boy is coming, you may not be able to differentiate between both of us. But it taught me that dressing is part of the fundamental requirement of being a good Christian. Everybody has the way they dress. Prostitute dress in a certain way. Mechanic dress in a certain way. Conductors dress in a certain way. Doctors dress in a certain way. Lawyers dress in a certain way. A child of God also dresses in a certain way. That makes you know that this must be a child of God. How can I say thank you? Today, even about last week, my pastor there was saying hi to me. I think about last week, Monday. And he's still my pastor. Bishop Dad is still my pastor. Bishop Dick, the man he sent to Nigeria, he's still my pastor. I still call him my pastor. 
I even I sent him a book. When he, by the time he was saying hi to me, I was in a place where I was chewing and praying. He looks at me on Facebook today, on YouTube or wherever, and he's very happy. Because that is the best way to say thank you to God for sending such men of God to your life. The best way you can ever, if God ever gives you a pastor, which I believe if you are hearing me, God gives you one. Because he gives some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some teachers, some, he said, for the, for the protecting of the saints, to equip the saints, to do the work of the ministry. If, the best way you can say thank you to God for giving you a pastor, for giving you an evangelist, for giving you a prophet, is for you to rise up to do the work of the ministry. That's the best way. And through the years, I have seen that my children in the ministry that are very close to, when are those who walked into the church, like any other person, gave their life to Christ, and today when I say move, we are moving. Tomorrow morning, to, today we realize that okay, we had camp, we are supposed to have camp Thursday, Friday. They shifted the holiday to Wednesday, Thursday. I sent a message, one of them said, are you going to say, we move. When I start, the other time, I remember one of our sister, Ellen Quinn, we went, I said, I need somebody to go and do outreach at um, um, Pipeline. She went to go and rent speakers, a girl, a girl. Rent speaker, rent microphone on her own with her people, stood at power line there and preached the word. When I saw her, my heart fell in love afresh. Holy Spirit love, don't think too far. Because a lot of you, you have, I don't, when, you, when, you, when you hear love now, something else is coming to your mind. Forgive. How can you say thank you? On Sunday, I needed to do something. I looked at one of the women in church. I said, it is time to say thank you. So come. I need someone to be taking care of the sanctuary very well. Because only one sister has been doing that work. And each time, I, in fact, I don't know where Sister Angela is tonight. But when one man will put, when she's not around, you easily know. You know, which title is supposed that when she's not around, you know. So I said, no, we, we need more people to take care. On Sunday, you will see that I was moving around the church, inspecting the restroom and everything. Even when before I came again, I had to go and inspect, is everything okay? Well, how can you say thank you? By rising up to do the work of God. God did not send pastor to your life so that you can listen to them and share good homely or whatever and share amen and benediction. He sent them to your life so that you too can rise up and do what? The work of the ministry. Did you read it there? Or should I read it again for you? Let's look at it. Ephesians chapter 4. Look at it. Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. So you are supposed you see, even though a lot of people have taught us wrong theology, thinking that only a special group of people are meant to do the work of God, only a special group of people, called pastors, uh, are meant to do the work of God, but the other one is, the, the other way around is the thing. Pastors are not just meant to do the work of God. The work of God a pastor should be doing is to equip you so that you can also do the work of God. Amen. 
Do you realize that Jesus, anybody that Jesus meets, before you know it, they are doing the work of God? He had 12 disciples. Which of them stayed back? No, out of, even the one that betrayed him still did the work of God because somebody needed to betray him. When Jesus appeared to Saul, he told Saul to start sitting down. Is that what he told Saul? Go and check Acts chapter 8. By Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 8, Paul, Paul met Christ. By Acts chapter 10, Paul became a missionary straight. He was sent to further places. Say with me, it's my time to do the work of God. Say, I love the work of God. Now, the title of my sermon then says, Fulfilling Your Ministry. So the first thing I want you to know is that every Christian has a ministry. Say with me, I have a ministry. The only thing is that you may not decide to fulfill the ministry, but every Christian has what? A ministry. What? How do you call the word ministry? Ministry is the word in the Greek called diakonia. D-I-A-K-O-N-I-A. Diakonia. And it means service. It means service. It means service. It means to minister. To minister. It means... What is the first meaning? Service. It also means what? To minister. It means also to execute the command of others. To execute the command of others. So for instance, the brother that is there, when you came in as the usher, is doing ministry. Because he's not just standing there on his own. He's executing the commandment of another. The ushering leader must have told him to be there. When you are not doing the work of the ministry, you are not executing the commandment of others. You are not rendering service. What are the three minutes I gave you? You are not ministering. You are not, what I am doing now is ministering. You are not grateful to God. For sending pastors, evangelists. And do you know what happened? After some time, they will, the blessing they ought to bring to your life will cease. Because you are an ungrateful person. I, I, I'm sharing from the Bible. This is why you see, after some time, people will not get bored in the church they attend. They will keep changing from one church to the other. Looking for one prophet to the other. Looking for one pre- person to pray for them. Because why? The, the one that God has given to them. They only want to receive from him. They don't want to also rise up to do the work of the ministry. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. So now, the word fulfill, I have defined the word ministry for you. Anytime you hear the word ministry, it means what? To minister, to serve, to execute the command of others, right? I, I just have to shut it there for you. That's the word you have the word deacon from. The word deacon came from ministry. Diaconia, deacon. That's when you say, I'm a deacon, I'm a deacon. That's the word. But it's, that's, it's, not, it's not a title. It's a, it's, it's a function. Praise God. What does it mean to fulfill now? The word fulfill means to carry out. 
to carry out to carry out to execute to carry out to execute the what when i say oh fulfill your promise it means to also keep to keep if you don't keep the ministry god has given to you you are going to lose it after some time most Christians do not know. That is why when we appear before God, there are two books that will be opened. Revelation chapter 20 and 21. He said, And I saw a great white book, and the book was opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. The other one is called the book of works. The book of life is the one that your name is written when you gave your life to Jesus. The book of works is the one that your ministry activity is written. There are two books. The book of life and the book of what? Works. You can call the book of work the book of ministry. So the moment God saves you, he expects you to start doing ministry. What is the ministry? Anything that will advance the kingdom of God is ministry. Anything that will promote the kingdom of God is ministry. Anything that will add value to the kingdom of God is what? Ministry. Every Christian has a ministry. The only thing is that some are not executing it. And you know, some, the excuse that some gave is that many are called, few are choosing. Is that not what some of the excuses some of us gave? And God has not chosen me. Well, since I like the fact that you will say that God said many are called, but few are what? Chosen. God chose every Christian to serve him. But the thing is that not every Christian is yielding to serve God. I will show you. Where that scripture is found is John chapter 15. You have been chosen already. John chapter 15. Verse 16. Ye have not chosen me. Are you there? John chapter 15 verse 16. Are you there? Read it with me if you are there. want to go. I want to be sure we are on the same page. Yeah. But so if you say, "Oh, Pastor, is he was talking to the disciples," then you cannot claim the last part, which is whatever you ask the Father in my name. So if you don't believe that God has chosen you, God has ordained you to serve him, to execute your ministry. Remember ministry is Greek word is what? Diaconia. If you don't believe that you have been chosen to execute, to fulfill, to do what? Then don't ever ask God for anything in the name of Jesus anymore. Because you only want the last part, you don't want the first part. I see you rising up to fulfill your ministry from today. Say with me, I will fulfill my ministry. 
Now, Colossians chapter 4 verse 17 says, And say to Archippus, This is you now. See that you discharge carefully the duties of the ministry and fulfill the stewardship which you have received in the Lord. KJV, Colossians chapter 4 verse 17. And say to Fumilola, Say to A.Y. Say to Chris. I think you should put your name there. Say to Ese. Say to who again? Tina. Say to who again? Paulina. Say to who again? Some of you know all the names in the world. Say to who again? Kule. Put your name there. Say, say to Archipot. Take it to do the ministry. To the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord. Pay attention to the ministry you have received in the Lord. That you fulfill it. That you execute it. Most of us do not pay attention. Remember God does not give you pastors so that you will sit down. They are there to equip you, to train you. That is why something like the camp we are going for here tomorrow for instance. When we go for two days. It's always an interesting time. It's a special time. I remember today we have one of our pastors, Pastor Joe. When, when, when the church just started, we are about maybe 10 members. And I saw these young, young guys who have come with their barbie hair. I said, no, all I can do for you is to take you to a camp. So I took them to come out, five of them. They were with me for about two or three or four days. And I was teaching them the word of God. And afterward, I prayed for them to be filled. Not one of those people today have become useless. All of them. All of them totally. I did not even know the meaning of it. But all I know that the day you agree that God has called and chosen you. The day you say, Lord, yes. Here I have sent me. From that day you see that mighty things will begin to unfold in your life that you yourself cannot explain. You see, who will have taken me from the conductor? You know, when I say that I'm a, I, I'm a conductor, people think that maybe I was a corporate conductor. There is nothing like corporate conductor. If you are a conductor, you are a conductor. A conductor is a conductor in Lagos here. When I come Saturday, when there is no work much, depending on the routes you take, I go and work with the bricklayer. But you see, my life has changed just by saying yes to Jesus. By just saying, Lord, there I am. I did not know, I did not follow Jesus because I want to be a, I want to be blessed or whatever. But because I love him. I remember the first time I area Bonkis tracks. The one he came to do in Lagos first. That biggest one. I could not do anything. I could not I was not part of the choir. I was not because I was a young boy. The church I was did not participate. But I took that now that you are born again. And I held it. And I prayed, Lord, help me to be able to do something for this man one day. Lord, use me the way you have used this man. Help. I want to be able to be a blessing to Riyabonke. I think I just finished secondary school. Or I was in secondary school. I can't remember whichever one exactly. But I remember that People were, they were sharing that now that you are saved or now that you are born again in school. The only thing when I held that thing is that 
somebody came from America to come and preach in Nigeria. Lord, help me to also be a blessing to him. Lord, help me to, to, to be able to do something the way he has done it. I did not know that God heard that prayer. You see, when you decide that, Lord, I want to serve you, even with your little talent, it is the greatest prayer that can make you the most prosperous person in life. But you will never know. I will, if you have to ask me, pray for money and pray that God should use you. I will say that, pray that God should use you. I will say that, start now and start serving him because the way God will pay you salary when you start serving him. No employer in the world can pay you like that. I, I, I pray, I've forgotten that prayer. 2008 or 2010, I was a pastor. Our church was at Shoretere. We just started. Then I saw the Abonkis poster again. That he is coming to Imerenwe or Okigwe. Which one is? People, people help me. Okigwe and Imerenwe are they in the same place? Where's Okigwe? Huh? Imerenwe is Oweriabi. Delta. Imo. Okay, I think it's Okigwe. Okigwe. I have never been to the east before. I just told the pastor, Pastor Joe, say, Rehaboke is coming to Nigeria. I've always wanted to help him. I want to help him. Now, I have a car. When I heard that, I've even forgotten my prayer. But I've always wished to be a, to just be in his crusade and help Rehaboke. So I said, we are going to Okigwe tomorrow. I have never been there. All I know is that when I get to Shagamu, people will start showing me road. And if you know the east, from Shagamu is too far, it's too early to start asking road. It was that bad. Whether it was Google Map those days, I cannot even remember. We entered the pickup, my pickup from here in Lagos. I'm trying to fulfill the ministry. And we began to drive to Okigwe. We left here, I don't know whatever, but I know that by the time we got there, it was around 8 p.m. in the night. Armed robbers attacked us on the road. They tried to snatch the car from me. But we survived. We maneuvered. But we never turned back. We got there finally. And we're so happy. They were setting up. It was three days to the crusade. And we went to the camp of those who were setting up. And the man said, what have you come? Who are you? I said, oh, I'm Pastor John. As though they know me. I thought I was very popular. I'm Pastor John from Lagos, Nigeria. This is my assistant. We came from Lagos to help you. And the guy looked. You mean you, you meant you came from Lagos to come and walk here in Okigwe? I said, yes, yes. Did they announce that we needed help? I said, no. Did anybody say that you should come? Said, no. And you meant you drove all the way from Lagos. Drove all the way from Lagos. We have never seen such a thing before. So because I say, and this is the era of kidnapping. So please, we will not allow you to enter. I'm telling you. So we, we decided to park in the middle of the field where they were having to say, and we slept in our car. And do you know the prayer we are praying? Lord, make a way for us to let us find favor before them so that they, we can use them. Not that they are going to give us money. Look at, he said, so when I say people today, who now say, trust people for playing something for 10 minutes. One person was coming to train our choir on how to do worship. And he said he was going to collect 250000 for a month. And he says he loved the Lord. I wonder the kind of generation of people 
that we have today, who will never see it as a blessing, as a privilege to give their life for the one who gave them breath, knowing that you only have a short period. Since that person said the thing, I went to go and wear my worship garment back. That's how come you say that I'm always at the worship theater with anointed voices. I don't know worship theater myself. To come, to come and teach people for, see, to, to the people we, you teach them to sing worship and praise. 250,000 naira. And I asked him, so maybe the pastor that is preaching every Sunday, how much would I collect? Is it? No, it's a question. Me, I've been doing it. How much should I collect? Back to the story of Rehabonke. By day two, we went there and begged them again. We were begging to walk. They refused. They said, we are strangers. We are sorry. You are what? But in the afternoon of day two, we, you know, we were still praying. Lord, make a way. Lord, make a way. We were strolling in the afternoon. When I heard one of them said, Ah, iPhone me. It has, it's 40. My iPhone is 40. Eh? And there's no way. I said, ah, me, iPhone, 40. I said, sir, I can fix your iPhone. Say, oh. I said, I can fix it. And God so did it. The angel went to go and spoil the phone. I believe it's the angel of God. Angel can spoil phone sometimes just to achieve good things. Because it's anything that will glorify God. Alright? Some of you cannot do away with your phone. Maybe that's why your phone is not working so that you can pray. Alright? So I... is the phone of the most senior person. The one who was coordinating in the play, that the thing. They call him Mr. Stephen. So with God helped me, I was able to put the phone together within the GP. I did the necessary thing. The phone got back working. I gave it to him. Wow, my friend from Lagos. You are welcome, you are welcome, you are welcome, you are welcome. People can be selfish. Even if I was carrying gone, that was it. My friend from Lagos. If you check, I, I, until recently, I still have my tag. My cameraman tag. It was where Bokeh State, they, they assigned me, Pastor Joe was washing clothes. Me, I was using wheelbarrow to carry things for them. That we, and we were so happy. Washing, they would go out. I didn't wash clothes at home. But in this one, I was happy washing clothes for them. Carrying wheelbarrow. I did welding work. And we were helping them to do welding and the rest of the thing. Then the main day of the crusade in Okikwe, then they mounted, I was an assistant cameraman. Even to me, just to turn like this and turn like this and do so. I was just there. And when we finished, it was on the Saturday, the finish of Friday, we could go back Saturday. We drove down. 50 copper was not given to us. Only God said thank you. But you know what happened? I'm talking to you about, say to you that from today you rise to do God's work. About five years later, or four years later, here was I. Just closing from work. Got this email. Pram. Reaponke is inviting you to America. Say, what? Is it true? School of Evangelism. Come. He gathered few people from all around the world. And I was one of those who gathered. I think we're two from Nigeria. In the whole of Nigeria. Before I even saw him, I went to my tailor. I said, I am going to see Rehoboth in Florida. I don't know the size of his shirt, but I cannot go and see Papa Bonke without, with empty hands. So my tailor, we went to go and watch all his video. He guessed the size of his clothes. And I saw two native, two sets of native from Nigeria. I sold it for him. 
and went to Florida. Day one, of course, I could not see him. So I went to the secretary. Say, let me give Papa. Let me give Papa Bonke. Let me give Papa Bonke. I didn't know that he received it. All I knew, or when it was break time, and Rehabunke was going to choose the, you know, we were grouped in dining tables about five, five, or maybe eight, eight. And Rehabunke was going to choose the dining table he was going to sit on to eat. Guess where he came to sit? Right beside me. My head, eh? Hey! To me, the person that oh, some years ago, I picked, I picked only the pamphlet now that you are born again. And I desired not money, not car, not anything that Lord help me to be part of this crusade, just to, to serve. I believe I can do something. I don't even know whatever it is. Here was it. That is why since I think since that year, almost five years now, you are, you can, I, don't, I don't know whatever can make me change this picture for my Facebook profile. Oh, people have been changing. I don't know where. Because it's the greatest day. Then you come to my office when he wanted to take picture with me. I just put my egg on his chest. I, I said, I want to feel the heartbeat of a soul winner. So let me put it there. And he just hugged me. And finally, he, I knelt down. And he prayed for me. Oh, what a privilege. The mystery of serving God, let me put it this way, is really mysterious. Even in this church, I have seen people's life change just by desiring to serve God. All I've come to tell you tonight is that you have a ministry. Everything you are looking for is inside that ministry. You may be surprised that when you start doing this work of God, that is why Paul wrote to this man, Archipos. Say, Archipos, you have been running everywhere, running from one village to the other, running from one. He said, no. Say, all you need to do is pay attention to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord. You receive something in the Lord. It's a ministry. Say, that is the only thing you have not been praying about. Some of you, since 2021, now you have never prayed, Lord, use me. It never occurred to you to even pray, Lord, use me. You have never even prayed for yourself. Lord, what will you have me do? What will you want to do with my life? Short prayer points are far from you because you are earthly minded. You are thinking about other things. You are thinking about the things that do not matter. One of the men of God that is so close to me, got married. I will share two of them with you. The woman that Papa Kumuye married now, she was around 55, there are now 50, when Papa Kumuye's older wife died and they married her. When the little I got to know about this woman, even though she was not she did not have an husband. She still stayed with God, serving in that house of God. And there is no way God can ever forget the labor of those who are faithful to Him. No way. Oh, you think that is a coincidence? 
One of my spiritual fathers got married recently. The woman he married, her husband died when she was around 25 years or 27 years. They've already had three children. When she was relating her story, said she was there when they had to bring the body of the husband. The first time she went to the airport was that she was going to receive the body of the dead husband. The dead body of her husband. That's the first time she went to the airport. But she was with me when we traveled together. That the last time when I said it, I remember the first time I ever came in, which was the last time. Now, so she began to believe God to remarry. I know even those who don't have children are finding it hard to marry. Talk less of those somebody who has three children. But she said, rather than God answering her prayer, God told her, you are not taking your worship ministry seriously. <laughs> so, you see, she was believing God for husband. God was concerned about worship. We don't know that God has no problem spoiling you with blessing. The only thing he's looking for is a heart of surrender. Sold out to him. Said so. At the point she, she, she stopped praying about husband. And um, she began to even do her worship. But she released the song on um, YouTube. The song is on YouTube with a with song. I will try and get her to send me the link of that song. Very wonderful album. And this thing she sang with the song. The song. Then she began to pray again. Lord, I'm getting old. Over 40 now. I mean, maybe she's in her 50 now. It's almost 50 or 50. Where will it happen? I said, God said, go and start a ministry to the singles. Encourage singles who are not yet married. So instead of God giving her husband, then she started this youth singles ministry. She, said, she told me, Pastor JJ, there are several times that I will finish those programs. And I'm talking to them about what God wants to do to them. And as I'm talking to them, the devil is reminding me that the God you are advertising has not answered your own prayer. And several times she will go back home, use the pillow on her head, put the pillow on her head, and she will cry like a baby. But you see, always remember that it is written that God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love. You will get to the point where you are not serving him because you, of what you want to get, but you are serving him because of who he is. Because even what you are believing him for cannot be compared to what he has done for you in the first place. Whatever you think is a problem cannot be compared to the blessings you have received from him. So it's just, if you begin to serve him with a payback mentality, if it's to charge you for the air you breathe, how much will you pay? But do you know that people don't even know the value of air until they have to buy oxygen in the hospital? Then they know that this air that they are breathing, by the time they bring that one, eleven, you are a nurse. Uh, do they buy oxygen or not? One cylinder is what? Is what? Eight thousand, nine thousand. And since we started preaching, you can know how many cylinders some of us have used. Some of us, the way we breathe, eh? Mm. Two cylinders, 
five cylinder per day. <laughs> but you don't know it. May you never know the value of the hair you pray. And yet, maybe you say, a car is your problem. God has not been good because you don't have a car. And she said, she was there one day in her office when one of her colleagues just came and said to her, I think I've got a, a husband for you. I don't know, but I feel that this is the man you are going to marry. So the colleague then called the pastor. said, there is one woman in my office. The only thing I can say about her is that she is a faithful Christian. This woman, she is as I don't dish. And then, today the end, the story, they are happily married. You see, she went into that marriage with her, the man accepted her three children as his own. No problem. The three children have their own mother, have room, the other today, living happily like Romeo and Juliet. Only Almighty God can do that. He's doing greater one for you this year. Oh, I said, He's going to do greater one for you this year. So, what have I come to say to you? Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. And say to Archippus, I know I've gone deeper than this last week. And say to her next. And say to Gabriel. And say to the children, Take heed for the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. There is great gain in serving God. And when God gives you the gift of a pastor, it simply means it's time to serve. If you have heard me tonight and you are not serving, I want you to make up your mind. Lord, if you can use anything, use me. Let it be the desire of your heart. I remember some years ago, I gave God a gift. And um, for whatever reason, the church I was the church dead could not convert my gift to money. They wanted to sell what I gave to the church to, to turn it to money, but they could not. No buyer was coming. Do you know for that one I went to go and fast and pray? God is my witness. I have to cry to God. Lord, why are you rejecting my gift? What I'm telling you? Why? Why are you rejecting my gift? It took tears, real tears for my because like something not even it is I don't know how to say it tonight. But I remember if there is any time I had to cry to God, Lord, I've given you a gift. They are calling me that they cannot sell the thing I've given to them. Why are you rejecting my gift? I began to fast and pray until they were able to convert my gift to money. And that day I felt fulfilled. What is it that you have that God has given to you, not given to you? The voice, the leg, even the beauty. The eyes, the hand, the elf, the elf. It's not for you to run around for money. Primarily is for serving God. Because one day you will appear and he will open that book of works and say to you, 
Daddy, live 85 years. Work at Pfizer. Work at where? Where do they work now? Um, Airpiece. Work at KLF. Retired at 65. Where is your work? No work. No work, no crown. No work, no crown. No work, no crown. I pray every head tonight, hearing or watching here, online or here, headless crown. Head that have no crown. I pray that you will never cross over to eternity to realize that you labored for things that have no value. May your head have crowns in heaven. May your head be qualified for the crown of glory which the Lord has reserved for all them that serve him faithfully. I pray for you. I pray for you. I pray for you that you will not miss your reward in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet with me tonight as we talk to God. Lord, what do you want? What I want to pray? If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Tonight, God may lay in your heart areas you can do ministry. Maybe he'll tell you now, that's saying, one of our brothers has been evangelizing in the bus almost every week. That's ministry. No, that's ministry. He said the last time he was there, he would preach and preach. People would not say anything. But when he start praying, people would start saying, Amen! Amen! He said, that's ministry. Evangelism is ministry. Follow up is ministry, like I shared with you last week. But by all means, let your strength, your labor, be involved in advancing the work of God. Don't just live to advance people's business. People's company. Where you cannot even know whether the man is using the money to go and carry girls or impregnate girls or do abortion. But use your strength first and foremost to advance the kingdom of God. So tonight, if you want to say, Pastor, pray. I want you to also pray for yourself. Lord, help me to live a meaningful life. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Lord, help me not to live a wasted life. Lord, help me to fulfill my ministry, my service, my commission. That which you have committed into my hand. Lord, help me to execute it faithfully. Lift your voice and pray for yourself tonight. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. Pray for yourself tonight. Just talk to God. Talk to God. Pray for yourself tonight. Talk to God. Lord, help me to fulfill my ministry. Help me to fulfill my ministry. Lord, you pray that Lord will use you. Lord, use me for your glory. Oh Lord, I pray that you will use me for your glory. Pray that God, let that be your prayer. I held that pamphlet of prayer, okay, and I use it as a point of contact. But then look at me, you see where I'm standing. You can hold this message I've preached to you tonight and cry to God, Lord, use me for your glory. Regardless of your gender, regardless of who you are, let that be the prayer. Let that be your heart cry. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your heart cry. Let that be your prayer. 
Let that be your heart cry. Let that be your prayer. Let that be your heart cry. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me for your glory. Don't pass me by and go and use a donkey to use a donkey. Lord, let me not be replaced by another. Some of you, maybe what you are supposed to do, somebody else is doing it right now. Pray, Lord, help me to rise up to take my place. May another person not do the work you have committed into my hand. Whilst men are sleeping, the enemy is busy replacing their destiny. Pray for yourself. No matter what God has called you to do, say, Lord, help me to fulfill my ministry. Lord, use me. Use me for your glory. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to pray this prayer one more time, Lord. Do not replace me. Can I take in Papa Egan said? The Holy Spirit came to him one day and told him to write on a particular subject. And uh, he just wrote it down. But he was not going to write about it. He forgot. And I think the, he said the Holy Spirit came to him that you are the number, you are the 10th or 15th person I am giving this assignment to. If you fail to do it, I will look for somebody else. So the rest of the 10 or 15 individuals, 14 of them, they live their life never fulfilling the purpose of God. Okay. The fearful thing is for you to see what you should have been, but you never became. Papa Ponge said he used to go with a man for the crusade. He will preach. The man will pray for the sick. He will preach. The man's name was Richard Ingidi. Said he will preach, and Ingidi will pray for the sick. And one day they went, he went somewhere, and. Um, Ingidi, Richard Ingidi was supposed to come and meet him. And he never came. And he sent message to him. Through another person. That he said he would not come. And the person said, he heard him say, When I leave, Bonke is finished. When I leave, Bonke is finished. Do you know what happened? Rather, Bonke moved from South Africa to Botswana. And he became like that. From that day, Richard Ingidi's ministry was transacted or whatever it was because the Abonke said all he knew was that that day he preached. He has never seen one blind eye open before. It is Richard that used to pray for people to be open for those miracles. But this time, whilst he was preaching, eyes were being opened. Blind were walking, lame were walking. Miracles began to happen everywhere. And that was how healing anointing entered. He did, I believe looking back that Richard Ingidi's ministry was taken from him and added to the abogate. Do you know why? He said about five years later or ten years later he was having a conference. Nobody heard of Richard Ingidi anymore. He became sick or something. Then he's, as he was preaching, he saw this old man walking in, sat at the back. He didn't know who it was. And after he finished preaching, People were mingling. Pastors were mingling with them. Then they saw this person walking. And said, as he came closer, 
living a life of fire. The story of Rehoboke, you see it there. He said, his picture became clearer. Oh my God. It was Ingidi. And Ingidi said, I've only come to say, I was wrong. I was wrong. He said, when he said I was wrong, I think two weeks later he died. No, maybe I will have been talking about Richard Ingidi here. But because he did not value what God placed in his hand. Some of you have buried it. Do you know why I started my worship again? I, mean, I realized the Lord told me, he began to give me song and I was not singing it. And he said, he's going to give it to somebody else if I don't take it seriously. I said, Lord, I had to gather a set of people. I said, now, I'm, I'm part of the worship. That's why you see I'm singing more now. Maybe we've checked our worship in Sundays, everything has changed. I, I danced really because the Lord told me, primarily I was a worship leader. He, he has given me a worship gift and I was not using it. I was busy preaching, 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 preaching. And I put my worship gift aside. And a brother came to tell me. He said, he had a dream. And in that dream, there was two containers. And I was, I, I was occupying the two. But I left one and I came to the other. And I became used to this other one. Then later I said, Pastor, what, what about that your office? He said, hey, was it my office? I forgot that I even had an office there. When they told me that, I knew what the Lord was telling me. There are a lot of people who are walking around today that God has replaced. He has replaced them. And when the Almighty God replaces you, your own is finished. Who can use you anymore? When God does not fit, deem you fit as being. You think you are doing the pastor. You think some of you, because of the bad experiences you have had, you even say, Shadura and Shaminu, just enter church, sit down, pray, say amen, amen. Uh-huh, I want to go back home. Is it even the, you didn't know that the devil even sets you up with that experience so that you will never be committed again so that you will never serve God again but tonight just pray Lord use me don't replace me have mercy on me and everywhere wherever you are I won't just pray from the depth of your heart ministry is a serious thing serving God is a serious business it should never, ever, ever be taken for granted. You are not doing a church a favor. You are not doing any pastor a favor. Serving God is the greatest favor you can do for your life. So pray for yourself tonight. Oh God, don't pass me by. Lord, use me for your glory. Pray, let that be your heart cry. Lord, use me for your glory tonight. I want to see people praying everywhere online everywhere you are lift your voice and talk to God oh Lord use me for your glory use me for your glory use me for your glory anoint me for your use have mercy on me Lord do not replace me Lord do not replace me Lord oh Lord open my eyes to my ministry help me to take serious what you have committed into my hand help me to run the race you have before me, oh God, Lord, use me for your glory. Oh, use me, Lord, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord, use me, Lord, use me, Lord. Here I am, use me, here I am, use me, here I am, use me, here I am, use me.
use me. Here I am. Use me. Here I am. Use me. Here we are. Use us. Use us. Use us. Use us. Oh, use me, Lord. Use me. Use me, Lord. Use me. Use me. Use me. Desire God to use you tonight. If that is your prayer, something is going to change in your life as you are praying. Something is going to change in your life as you are praying. God desire Him to use you. To anoint you for His use. To anoint you for His use. Surrender all to Him tonight. Surrender all to Him. Give it all to Him. Give it all to Him. Give it all to Him. Forget about the challenges. Go after Him. Labor for Him. Serve Him with all you have. Serve Him with your strength. Serve Him with your sweat. Serve Him with your love. Serve Him with your life. Serve Him with your resources. Serve Him with the totality of your pain. Use us. Use us. Surrender Oh I Surrender Oh To Thee Listen I don't know, but I don't know why that experience or that example kept coming to my mind. It has something to do with someone. The frustration that the devil has sent to your life right now is because you stop valuing your call. You stop valuing your ministry. And you know, the story of Papa Egging just came, was preaching was preaching that Sunday morning and he said he wanted to just come and he missed a step right as he was preaching and he broke his hand he fell and you know what it means for a pastor to fall whilst preaching and if the right hand broke or the left hand broke go and check his book is there I believe in vision is there he broke his hand and that was the end of that sermon they had to rush him to the hospital and on the hospital bed, whilst he was alone, said in the night, he saw a bright light. And the Lord Jesus came into the room and dragged the chair and sat down. said, I want to tell you why I made you fall. Why you fell. Because it was the only way I could get your attention. And he said, you have, you are you have left your prophetic gifts. You are only teaching. I have called you as a prophet. I think about 15 years behind now. So for 15 years, he was supposed to be operating in the prophetic or so. But he was there just teaching. He was even he God even had mercy on him that it was only his hand that broke. There are people who their life have been terminated in the midst of the race. Because they felt that is now their life. They will never hear the master's call. Tonight, I don't know who it is. Maybe you may be even be online. 
spiritually your own arm might have broken and you think it's the enemy not knowing that God is just trying to get your attention and still you are not hearing the master voice tonight pray for yourself Lord let your will be done in my life use me for your glory Lord my, this is surrender it all again we don't only surrender when we give our life to Jesus we surrender our life every day we die at the feet of that cross surrendering of our life is a daily affair is a daily thing we crucify our flesh daily lift your voice and pray for yourself lord have mercy have mercy don't replace me lord i am available for you lord use me for your glory lord use me for your glory lord lord let your will be done in my life let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done in my life. Let your will be done. Oh yes. Let your will be done, Lord. Let your will be done. Oh, take more of me, Lord. Take more of me. God, I for you, oh, and I love to be in your presence, my soul, my soul will wait on you, Father, draw me nearer, Father, draw me nearer, your two hands to Jesus tonight everywhere I believe God is touching someone's life I believe God is ministering to someone's life tonight oh thank you Holy Spirit Spirit of the Lord thank you thank you for restoration of gifts thank you for restoration of calls 
and callings. Thank you for getting our attention again. Precious Holy Spirit, right now, I pray now that you anoint everyone under the function of my voice. And those who shall be watching or listening to these messages later, anoint them afresh for your use, Lord. Lord, let them arise to take territories for you, Lord. Let this one arise now and fulfill their ministry. Let their voice be heard. Let their labor be seen. Let their service receive divine attention. Now we surrender all to you, Lord. You own it. It's all yours. Have your way in our lives. Use us for your glory, Lord. I bind every spirit of discouragement. Every spirit of lukewarmness. I take authority over you right now. And I bind you now in the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire in the name of Jesus. Receive fresh fire in the name of Jesus. Rise and serve him. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder, Amen. Wow, hallelujah. The Lord is going to use you. Oh, the Lord is going to use you. I said, the Lord is going to use you. I said, the Lord is going to use you. I said, God is going to use you mightily. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop our website at www.altc.ng. May God bless you.